Welcome to another edition of This Is The Place. What are we going to talk about today, Mary? Uh, I'm going to talk about some Nashville staples from Mary's Barbecue. Oh, love it. You know, I tease exploring the uh, Cleveland Park neighborhood. We're going to talk about several places in the Cleveland Park area. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Matt, you're probably going to talk about Once Upon a Time. In France? Yes. <laughs> I, I heard, my family I, I heard you guys had a date night. Yeah, so you're gonna yeah. I'm going to talk that. about that and also their new place, Overlord. Mm. Finally, nice. finally, after almost a year, nice. I think opened nice and um, excited about that music and i know you've got a band that you're dying to talk uh, about one so of i'm excited favorites. to hear about it yes destroyer yeah so uh thanks for tuning in and again check us out on the socials or wherever you listen to your instagram podcast. this is the place dj place welcome to this is the place brought to you by we own this town where we talk about and discuss and figure out all the new and exciting bar and restaurant options in Music City. So many options, Tennessee. so many possibilities. Some that closed down. No shortage. A lot of, a lot of openings, though. Yeah, and we got just, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Is anything closed recently that you're aware of? No, no. I, that's what I'm saying. I, it, it seems like a lot of stuff is opening. Maybe there is something. I don't know. Do you know anything um, that's closed? I, nothing to talk about, really. I guess there are more openings this time, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sure um, if we dive deep, I'm sure there's something that's yeah, closed. Yeah, but there's no need to dive. Let's talk about what's opening then. You yeah. Know? That sounds um, good. So Nashville Staples, you know, one of them is the Pancake Pantry. Yeah. Pancake Pantry is located in the uh, Hillsboro Village area. Staple. What do they have? They have pancakes. And it's like the place to go. Always a line. Always takes a while to get through. What I've noticed just in the last year or so, with the addition of the Assembly Food Hall, all those Nashville places that you would want to go dine, Mm -hmm. they're all located downtown. Yeah. Many of them in the Assembly Food Hall. Right. So why not add another Nashville staple to that list of restaurants downtown? Okay. Pancake Pantry. They've opened up a location. It's in the bottom of the new Hyatt Hotel there that's built right there on Malloy. Gotcha. Oh, I do have a new uh, closing. Well, it, it probably <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. You know, you can tell me about that later. But anyway, yeah. so Pancake Pantry. You, you're a fan, right? And have you always... I am a fan. Yeah. And yeah. when was the last time you stood in that line for some pancakes? Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I'll admit, I am a fan. It's been a long time since, since I've sat in that line. I mean, I used to what, go... What, within the I mean, last five years? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I used to go a lot before I had kids. You get there in the, you know, <laughs> Sunday morning or Saturday morning, don't mind waiting, you know, 30, 45 minutes, no big deal, worth the wait every time. Yes, it is. Have you taken the kids there, though, ever? No. Okay, no. you should do yeah. it maybe once. And oh, I'll, I'm sure we'll we'll do it. Now, They're at the age now to where they, you know, typically don't go underneath the table and dude, crawl on the ground well, so much. So. Well, I know you go to games and things like that yeah. downtown. There's with there's something going on. I'd say definitely check it out. Now, so where is uh, it's where did it open the, up? It's in the bottom of Hyatt Centric. Okay, it's it's a, it's a it's a high rise. It's a Hyatt hotel. But I think they also have residential buildings as well, too. Gotcha. There's also another restaurant opening up in the corner there that I can't remember the name of, and it's mm-hmm. not open yet. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially across from... The Hyatt's down near the Omni, right? You've got the Bridgestone building, the actual mm-hmm. building, and you've got the Omni Hotel. It's in that cluster of hotels and high-rises. Right. Just a block away from the Commons. All those all those restaurants on yeah. uh, first there across from Ascend. Yeah. If you were walking from Ascend, it would take 
take you five minutes to get there. So the thing that kind of struck me is there's always a line outside the pancake pantry. Mm -hmm. There was a line outside the pancake pantry this time as well. With everybody struggling with staff and everything, I was like, what ways can you be innovative to still give the same feel of whatever you're trying to present without, you know, do more with less? Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of staff. Mm -hmm. So they kind of solved that problem. I'd never had this happen before, but basically what happens is you're standing in line. Once you step inside, you're presented with the menu. You go ahead and select what you're going to order mm-hmm. and you pay right there on the spot. Hmm. And then you go have a seat at a table. I happen to be seated with several other folks. It's almost it's a communal situation, mm-hmm. which is totally fine because I talked to some very fun people in town for a birthday from New York who did not know what they were in in store for, which was great pancakes. So, you know, I placed my order. I paid. I was seated. They brought my meal out. I was done, and I'm out. So it was a great experience, and it it didn't feel like that they were were clearly understaffed, but it did not feel that way at all. Okay. And that's the thing is, like, how do you continue to thrive with everything that's going on? And still give a good experience. And that was one. And that's what I you know, that's what I'm looking for. It, it was ties, so good. It ties together a little bit and we'll get to we'll get to openings here in a minute, but it does tie a bit to the date night that I had a couple weeks back mm-hmm. and in the sense that getting you in and out mm-hmm. uh, fairly quickly. And this is a place we've talked to ad nauseum. I talk, I'm sorry, talked about uh, quite a bit. And we, I've been there several we, times. You've been there several times. So, I mean, no need <laughs> yeah. to deep dive into it. But we, I, I finally went for the first time nice. to Once Upon a Time in France. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's all that needs to be said about it. We're pretty much, it, it, it was awesome. But it's not a place where they want you to sit for two hours. You know, they get you in. Get you seated, get you uh, your uh, amazing glass of wine, your whatever you want to start with, your meal, and then they get you out because it is such a small place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key to them is their turnaround. You know, oh, it um, is. Like I said, I've been turned away many times because they were at capacity. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I we were pretty lucky in that somebody was leaving right yeah. when we, we when, yeah. when we got there, so we were able to get seated pretty much immediately. But that doesn't necessarily tie into being short staffed. But point being is, I think Pancake Pantry has it down to a science now. Well, they they of, did uh, at this particular location. Yeah, uh, yeah, and how to like best serve the customer, get you in, get you out, have you satisfied with great pancakes. Uh, once upon a time in France, as long as you don't have to wait too long, is the same thing well you know, no it's uh, okay they want you to enjoy your meal i'm not saying they're pushing you out the door well, by any means well the but... whole thing about the wait mm-hmm. it only builds anticipation and you know you're at the right place if there is a wait yeah if there's not it's the opposite you may right. not be at the place that you want to be yeah you know it may not be the yeah, place yeah. yeah um definitely so yeah you uh, closing hit you tell me about it well, this is, I mean, this is an oldie. I mean, this is a super oldie. And locals will know what I'm talking about. Uh, anybody that's new to Nashville have probably no clue what I'm talking about. There was a location in Murfreesboro and a location downtown Nashville. And was it the best restaurant in the world? No, no, it was not if you, by any means. I, you, I, you're not talking about Demos. Yes, <laughs> Dude, Demos has been closed forever, man. I thought Come it, on. What? I thought it just closed Dude, like a couple months ago. Forget about it. We, get out of here. They've okay. been closed forever. Anyway. I just don't know. That <laughs> yeah. tells you how often I go downtown now. I know. So that's why I was trying to, yeah. Okay. That's why I'm going down for you. Because eventually you're going to have to go down for something. 
uh, yeah, I'm highly encouraging you to explore the museums that are down there yeah, because yeah. of your love of music. You got to do it. Okay. Okay. So, All yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to do our crawl, too. I, I, we're I going get, downtown. I, I had to get a quick shout out because I did not realize that they were closed. But you know what's still open? The Wild Beaver. What? <laughs> Which is right across from Demos. Oh it's it's a dive bar. They have a mechanical oh bull. <laughs> No, a mechanical boil, really. really. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. no, it's a, me- a mechanical right. something you get bowl. when you get but, on but it. But they still have that. So, and and that whole area, it's still coming alive. Second Avenue, yeah, that yeah. whole area, and yeah. everything. So it's surprising to see what is still open and not, and what have you. But yeah, yeah, Demos, it's gone, man. Yeah, it's, it's so gone. Yeah, yeah, I, and you know, hey, the best thing about it was what the rolls, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't. The amount of salt that they put oh on the food God. to make you want it yeah. so left. We're just gonna leave yeah. it. So you're yeah. not, you're not missing anything, folks. You're not missing a thing. There's still the one in Murfreesboro if you're dying to go to <laughs> Demos. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> Throwback. So, yeah. yeah. What, what else are you Well, gonna I mean, find? so I kind of got out and about, and I was just kind of exploring. I mean, I tend to drive around just to uh-huh. see what's what and what's going on. And I was looking for somewhere to grab a bite to eat or lunch or what have you on a Monday, which seems to be kind of come up short on Mondays, Mondays as far as places to go. Tough, you know? uh, a lot and, of, a lot of restaurants and, are and, closed. And I'm just looking for like a quick bite or whatever. And I happened to be in the neighborhood. Uh, I was driving up Jefferson heading towards um, Germantown. And I looked to my left and I saw a little window and I was like, oh, my God, that's Mary's. Mm-hmm. There's a barbecue joint called Mary's Old old-fashioned pit barbecue and it's it's just exactly that you know i mean we think about prince's hot chicken how it used to be on the other side of town and you go and what have you mary's is kind of one of those places that's been around for a very long time Mm -hmm. and i just can't i've not heard anybody talking about it i've not read seen it on anybody's list of barbecue places or what have you but it is a staple of nashville and it is fantastic. I mean, they've got ribs and what have you and all those type of things. But the feature there is the shoulder sandwich. And oh, man, that's right I, in my alley. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I thought about you when I had one. Yeah. I was like, Matt, Memphis, come on. And and as soon as I took that first bite, it kind of took me back all the mm-hmm. way back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was incredible. It was really amazing. It was so delicious. But it's just a window. Mary's Old Fashioned Barbecue, pit so barbecue on, is located on 1106 Jefferson Street. It's okay. just right there on the corner. Gotcha. Literally, if you're in the neighborhood there by Farmer's Market, you make a left on Jefferson and it's on the corner. It's just a window. You'll park in the parking lot, walk up to the window, place your order. Ten minutes later or less, your sandwich comes out and you're on your way. Would you say it's, it's a, a lunch grab spot? and go? It it's a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they're low. I mean, are, they're, yeah, open they're open late. Okay. They're open right. early, but lunch, dinner, grab and go, anything. Yeah, it's worth. I, I've never been All there I'm saying, it's a hundred percent worth the trip to grab it and get it and go. But like I said, it's just a little window. You pull up, they take your order. It comes out, and I literally ate the sandwich, and after I completed it, ate the sandwich in my car. It's not a neat thing to do, but right. uh, it's got slaw on I mean, it. It's it, it was, yeah, oh it's got the wax oh paper, gosh. you know? I mean, oh my God. and uh, it was... It was so delicious. I'm so hungry. I was right like, now. "What can I do next?" Yeah, I went and had a beer. But anyway, <laughs> but I didn't know where else to go. But yeah, it's yeah, one of those I spots that, that you have I to mean, check I'm out. I'm sure it's been around for years, and I just 
Didn't know about it. No, and the thing is, is like some folks may have been there, but just forgot about it. I remember uh, years ago, there were places where you could get goat and what have you, Mm -hmm. all kinds of different uh, varieties of barbecue, and they just don't get talked about that much. And they're still there. They haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the neighborhood knows about them. They don't need to do big advertising. Well, the locals, they know about them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. But it it was great. It was fantastic. I, and I've been checking out sandwich shops and what have you just to to kind of find out what's going on because that seems to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, there's an Instagram page, I think, that's about that. It, it It's talking about the best sandwich in town, and it's nonstop. And if you go to Hidden Gems, if you go to their Instagram page, right. it's like, where's this place? I've got to have that sandwich. So, um, so I, cool. I was kind of exploring, just kind of seeing what's out there, what's out and about. Well, I'm excited to do a little exploring very soon. So since I'm a family man, it is springtime, the kids want to get out, I want to go to a restaurant that might be family friendly. So we did go recently to uh, Smith & Lentz, just a quick shout out to them. Mm -hmm. Great, great pizza, great beer. Yeah. I mean, a couple of my favorite beers are Smith and Lentz beers, <laughs> and but uh, great back area to hang. Very family friendly. Just a quick shout out to them. Yeah, um, we'll be back a lot this spring there. But also something that's brand new that place it will be opening. It might be a little while, but uh, High Wire Brewery which is based in Asheville, North Carolina, not yeah. Asheville. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are opening a family-friendly tap room in the Gulch area. And I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, I you know, tap room, I'm there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I definitely definitely like, like High Wire quite a bit. Uh, I've been there before in Asheville. It's a great brewery. Excited that uh, they are opening one here. It looks like they are uh, about to spread their wings quite a bit. They're opening one in Birmingham, opening one here, opening one in Charlotte, all within the next year. So they're really ramping up their breadth of where they're going to be located. So anyway, uh, it looks like it's going to be very family friendly and we'll see when that does open. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't really going to talk about beer, but after that uh, sandwich at Mary's, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just kind of making a day of getting out and about. It was a beautiful day. And there is a brewery in the Germantown area called Monday Night Brewing. Not familiar with it. Yeah, it is. They've been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's located on 1308 Adams Street. And basically, that's in Germantown. But yeah. say you're in the heart of Germantown and you just started heading towards the river. You know how it's just mostly well, what used to be industrial buildings and mm-hmm. you're right there on the yep. river. Well, it's in one of those old buildings. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of construction going on around there it. There is, yeah. In fact, that while area, I was in fact nuts. while I was there, I just got my beer and they're like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that in about ten minutes or so, there's, there's going to be an explosion. Be an explosion. <laughs> and you know, the beer there was an explosion of flavor, right. but that's not what they meant. Yeah. And it was comical. It was funny. And they were like, "Yeah, I just want to let you know it's going to happen." And sure enough, there was a, a blast of wow. dynamite. But Man. that I was blasting there. old Nashville out of the hey, sky. but no, but still, that's how we are. It's progress. <laughs> so I was there and it was probably afternoon Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful day and the place is very picturesque if you go to their instagram page you will see many different areas to kind of hang out and have a drink and what have you i can see you taking the family as well too on a very nice day it is it's it's a incredible place lots of selections of beers 
I personally had a sour beer that was mm. incredible. I would give you the name of it, but it escapes me at the moment. That's okay, but it Just reminded an me, of, for me to go it, it, figure it out. It kind of reminded me of like tailgates uh, oh, yeah, selections yeah. of beers. Gotcha. But it was great. I mean, and it's not just for Monday nights. That's kind of how they got the name. It was just a group of guys that got together on Monday mm-hmm. and they brewed their own beer. Oh, okay. And they would share it amongst friends or what have you, and then it just kind of grew into a thing. And it's a great place That's to how go. It happens. Yeah, but you've got That's to great. check it out. It was a highlight for that day. It was a really yeah. good day. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I want to talk about one more opening before we kind of get into the meat of what you want to talk about in the area. And I mentioned our date night where we went. And so there was a Wait, new... you and Libby? Libby and I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Melville Arndt has opened another location of another great bar. It's been in the works for quite a while. We've been uh, teasing it, talking about it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we probably mentioned it, I don't yeah, know, a year ago. Yeah. His son, he was originally behind the bar at Once Upon a Time in France. Yeah. You know, that it seemed there quite a bit. Yeah. And early on, he mentioned, hey, I'm opening up this new place. Yep. And it's called Overlord. Or if you look, go to the website, it actually is Mel's Overlord Bar. Oh, wow. So you might be wondering, what, where did they get that name from? You want a little history lesson? I, it, or do you know? It, I saw that there's quite a bit of history yeah. attached to it, but yeah, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. If you don't want to go to the website and no, learn. Dude, no, then, no, 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 no. Tell them. So, it has uh, got a, why would you call a place it, such it, a thing? It's, it's so cool go. that, uh, you know, so it's someone from France that is mixing the French aesthetic here in America. And it's kind of in honor of the troops of America. And also, there are British and Canadian troops as well. Uh, multiple nationalities uh, stormed the beaches of Normandy, the Battle of Normandy. And it was called Operation Overlord. So that's where the inspiration of the name comes from which is super cool. And so they opened it, I think, sometime just in the last month, finally. And it is a little different. So we've talked about Authentique, which is strictly a wine bar. This has a lot more options than Authentique. Style-wise, it definitely is similar. I mean, you see the through line between Once Upon a Time, Authentique, and Overlord. I mean, the aesthetic is is there. It's very French. It's very French. It's very French, which which is great. But other than that, there's definitely differences between all three of them. So the menu has some really good cocktails, good mix of French cocktails and American cocktails. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about it. You know, you get this really uh, French-heavy cocktail list and also a French-heavy beer list. Actually, the beer list it runs the gamut between uh, Belgium, German, French beers. Of course, France isn't known for their amazing beers. But, they do you know, have beer. They do they have do. beer. I mean, I love Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they have, uh, if, if you want food, and, you know, of course, a cheese plate. They do have paninis, and that's uh, yeah. their paninis look amazing. Yeah. So, but, yeah, they're craft cocktails, man. I mean, if you know, I'm not going to go over the whole list, but... Uh, uh, they have like an Alpine martini, a martini made in France. Uh, yeah, thyme gimlet, which yes. is a French gin. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. again, a lot of these bars and restaurants that are opening up, they, they kind of like cross each other a little bit. This is something that just stands out. It's just completely different from anything else in town. Well, they stand out. I mean, they have three signature places: started once upon a time in France, Authentique, and now Overlord. 
it just continues to get better and better and better. The family is really making a mark on Nashville. It really is. It's awesome. So they're at 2503 Gallatin Road, yeah. which is uh, right past Douglas, I believe, just a little down the ways. Yes, I, I, I mean... Disclosure, I haven't been there yet, uh, but I'm thinking I'm going to change that this weekend because well, we're going to have some options. So. I had attempted to make it there, but yeah. got sidelined. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I got sidelined. I mean, it was on my list of places to go, and I actually visited a place uh, just across the street. I was glad to see that they were so close together, mm-hmm. but it was a busy night. There was a concert yeah. happening that I wanted uh, okay. to check out, and oh, I could, yeah, couldn't we'll do it all. That. We'll couldn't do it that. all. Yeah, but um, but there's the, but there's a lot of new places opening up, and it's in that area. And there's another place that's just opened up, only been open for a month there. Mm-hmm. That's actually in the Gallatin Hotel. Oh yeah, what the is Vic. That? Remember? The Vic? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I sent you that. Uh-huh. The Vic is located in what was an old church, right? Just underneath, it's in the bottom, and um, it's part of the new Nashville. Who knew that there was a hotel on Gallatin Road? Right, I drove by there about a month ago and my wife was like what what is that yeah and i yeah. was like i'm pretty sure that's a new hotel yes. it's just called the gallatin hotel right yes yes okay. and yep. in the bottom there in the basement is the vic it's a i would for for better or worse say it's a pub uh-huh but it's you know nice uh kind of modern hotel or what have you but the the vic is just tucked down there below uh-huh and it would be a great place to watch uh, watch the game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's very much. It's got a really nice feel. So they have they have TVs happy hour. They have TVs. They have happy hour. It, it's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. But I would made my way to the Vic. I was in search of Overlord. Right. And it was early in the day. It was about happy hour time. And Overlord hadn't opened up yet, and I made my way to the Vic, and uh, it was great. I had a great time. Did you have a, a beer? Or I had a, a beer. Mixer? I had a sour beer. Mm-hmm. They have a, a few beers on tap. They have mm-hmm. cocktails. They have um, a food menu. And from time to time, they host food trucks out in the parking lot, what have you. But um, it's a local, just it could be your new local pub or nice. place to watch, a great place to watch a game. That's um, great. But um, it was really nice. But anyway... There's so many new places opening yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to and, just, I mean, go on yeah. and on and, and on. And in the last three months, there are a few places that I've been frequenting quite a bit mm-hmm. that haven't been open that long. And the catalyst for me kind of exploring this neighborhood is, one, some of my favorites are there anyway. You've got Folk. You've got Audrey. They're both located mm-hmm. in this neighborhood. And it's the Cleveland Park neighborhood. Yeah. And the draw for me was a retrograde. Have you been to Retrograde, the coffee shop there? Mm-hmm. It's right on Dickerson. Yeah. So I've, I've been there many times. Their seasonal lattes kind of got me. And then it kind of turned into a regular thing. I had a butterscotch cardamom latte that oh just gosh. I couldn't quite get enough of for some reason. That sounds So I was really making good. a regular stop over there. And, of course, the menus changes, seasonal, whatever. And I just started kind of driving around the neighborhood. And it's a Cleveland Park neighborhood, and just right there in the corner of Meridian Street. In fact, it was um, like 1224 Meridian Street. It was about lunchtime. I was looking for something to eat, and there's a place called Urban Sprouts that had just opened up. They weren't even open a month. And at this point, it's been about three months now since, mm-hmm. since I've been going there. And um, I walk in, and I was just like, wow. I mean, they had a list of soups on the menu, and... It is a European-style bakery. That's what it is, really. I walk in, and you could see the... They had macaroons, which 
which I'm not a fan of, but they look delicious. Yeah. Uh, they had they had about three featured sandwiches there. Mm-hmm. And then they had these loaves of bread that really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And um, I started talking with the owner. His name is uh, Brandon Powell. Okay. And um, I got to talking to him. And, you know, I was like, how long have you been open? I was like, ah, oh, we've been open about a month or so. We're not really advertising yet. We're just, just trying to get our legs underneath us. Mm-hmm. And it's a couple that owns a place. You know, they'd lived in Krakow, various different places and what have you. And he was telling me that they have a farm just in Murfreesboro, in the Murfreesboro area. And they grow uh, microgreens, and they were selling to various different restaurants or whatever. They decided to branch out and uh, open up this place. They got a great deal on a spot right there on the corner of Meridian, which, like I said, our favorites are just up the road from there. And I had an incredible sandwich with this, uh, a featured loaf of bread that they make. It's Polish sourdough. And the process is just a little different in mm-hmm. how you would make regular sourdoughs, mm-hmm. but it was phenomenal. It oh, was wow. a rosemary sourdough. Oh my gosh! That and good. I had a, I, I basically just had a chicken sandwich, and it was so good. But one of the things that is very popular there is their chicken pot pie. So much so mm-hmm. that they're rethinking how they're going to do it because it, really? it, yeah, it's really good. So, so um, is it strictly a uh, restaurant type, or is it like, do they have items you can buy, like bodega type place? Like, I, like can you buy like a loaf I, of bread I, there? Absolutely, or, you yeah. can. I mean, and that's the thing that was so exciting about it. It wasn't just, they had locally owned and operated, locally sourced things Foods. there. Like, uh, for instance... There was, um, they had stone ground butters, local cheeses. So you got to go check it out. It is a grab and go. It is very much about the neighborhood again. And like I said, you can go in and grab a loaf of bread, which I saw several people do Mm -hmm. in the times that I've been in there. You can also go in and get a latte, get a coffee as well, too. Yeah. But it's a nice place that uh, just to go and definitely make. Make your way there for lunch. They're open from like 11 until 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have parking because it's very limited parking on the street, but they have a parking lot right behind them. And at some point, they'll be seating outside as well, too, when it gets nicer. And who knows what else they could do. But just talking with the owner, it, I had a great time talking with him. And the food was incredible. I mean, and again, I'm a big bread person. I, you know, I like to make my own, but I'd definitely say at least go buy, grab a loaf of bread, get some of the uh, locally crafted mm-hmm. things from cheese to stone ground, the butter. The, I mean, they have a lot of things there. That's cool. But um, definitely check it out. And I encourage you to take the kids too. I will. To yeah, I will. And there's another um, place that just opened over there that I have not been to. I think it like just opened like within the last couple of weeks. And typically my not not my go-to food, but there is a place called Spicy Boys, mm-hmm. Louisiana style food. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the bread and they are apparently really known for their po' boys. Really? Yeah. And so they opened on McFerrin Avenue. So not too far away from there. So it's a guy that, you know, came up from Louisiana and they have all sorts of po' boys and that's their main, kind of their main bread and butter, I would say, like whether it's uh, your basic shrimp, your catfish, but they also have like the andouille sausage and uh, they also have fried mushroom for the <laughs> vegan or yeah, vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. I know. One. And, uh, you know, it's various deli meat po' boys. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not a huge menu, but it does look really, really good. I And like I said, I'm not a huge like Cajun style. I, I'm not typically drawn to that, like gumbo, uh, etouffee, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
when it comes to po' boys, because I do love bread. I'm all about it. So I'm going to be going there real soon. So I might have to go there and then stop by Urban Sprouts, too. Uh, definitely check them out. There are two other businesses. I know we've talked about Plain Jane's, mm-hmm. uh, or mentioned them at least. Yeah. Uh, black-owned and operated bar that's located also in the Cleveland Park area. It's got a very cool vibe. I actually popped in there for happy hour not too long ago. Great selection of cocktails. Mm-hmm. I like it when it's simple. Mm-hmm. They're about yeah. eight selections on the wall you go in you get it and you just hang out it had a really cool vibe and it's around the corner from Coneheads, well, yeah, which i know that you guys are talking about as well too same yeah, same folks, I, b- yeah. I believe yeah. yeah so definitely wanted to give them a shout out and the place that really got me i happened to stumble upon it again because i just left urban sprout and there was like a grand opening and it was like in the heart of the neighborhood and it, it looks like it's in a new development of like uh uh, maybe condos or what have you, mm-hmm. just tiny, just there on the corner of Douglas Avenue at 3047, just up the road mm-hmm. uh, from um, Urban Sprouts. And again, black owned, operated. It's called All People Beverage Hall. Okay. And I, um, I walk in and, you know, it, it's a very fun atmosphere. And it's clearly people who live in the neighborhood. There was a line out the door. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's kind of like, a, have you been to some of the pour your own places as far as beer goes? Mm-mm. Okay, so essentially, you go in, you can purchase a card with so many credits on it, and you're kind of like a member. You go in, you'd walk in, there's a there's a, a, a place where you can actually go, you grab a glass, sit it down, and just you select the beer that you want, and you pull a handle in it, Bills up, and I was like, uh, "Wait, this is different." I so, never... if you're a member, do you have your own glass there that you keep no, there? No, no, oh. no. They have, they have, they having, have having uh, nostalgia of Bosco's. No, 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 or the flying saucer. No, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not Bosco's. <laughs> but, um, but they had uh, that great selection of beers on tap, mm. and like I said, a very fun atmosphere. But it's called All People Beverage Hall, also okay. coffee. So I went back the following morning to check out the coffee. And they had quite the coffee selection as well. Well, quite the coffee. uh, They they have a selection of coffees. It was totally different vibe in the morning. But again, it was folks in the neighborhood. So you know me. I'm all about neighborhood spots. And um, I mean, just be able to walk walk around the block and grab a cup of coffee is a thing. So is it it like at night, like a pub atmosphere? At night, yeah. At night, very much a pub atmosphere. I mean, people are just kind of hanging out, having a good time. And like I said, I mean, you load up your card and you have credits and you keep using it until you're out. So yeah, I have to take you for a beer there. I do do have quite a few credits. Like a new, cool sort of like take on, you know, the pub. Yeah. Also a coffee shop too. Great hang. They have a patio on the side of the building, and it just feels good. It's a really good place. And again, they'd only been open for not even a month. Mm -hmm. It's just good to see that people are still getting out there and opening up things. Oh, yeah. These are all clearly businesses that should be supported and need to be supported by folks. Yeah, definitely. Man, there's a a lot to pack in today. There's a lot. through a lot of stuff, and I've got a long list of places I need to go. I know. Yeah, I mean, I know that is uh, you've been out and about. Well, and thank you for they're all in your neighborhood, in Matt. They're all in your neighborhood, so they're I'm holding you to it, man. No, close to my neighborhood, ten minutes away. Yeah, ten yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. they're. F- I mean, for me, I'm really getting tired of driving twenty five minutes <laughs> for a cup of coffee. Right, Donaldson's not so hip. And oh, retrograde is what got me. I kept going there mm-hmm. for the coffee, and I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, what am I doing? 
But I know what I'm doing. It was great. Yeah. No. Well, now that spring is here, you know, I think more people will be going out to those places as uh, cold turns to warm weather and looking forward to hitting up those places. So I want to hear about a concert. Yes. I want to go see a band that I've been waiting to see since 2020. Yeah. You know, since the pandemic, I went to, I got Yeah, no, well, we had actually. I know you had tickets. I was going to go to Chicago. Yeah, I know. I know. And that was in May May of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I went to go see uh, Tame Impala. Yeah. And And I've seen video of it. And my God, I mean, (laughs) did you need sunglasses? Yes. In addition to a few other things. Yeah. But, um, But no, it was pretty incredible. I've seen some light shows, but not anything like this. I realize I really probably haven't been to a show, you know, quite well, I a while. I heard they did something I, similar when they played the Ryman probably like three or four years hey, ago. Hey, this is Ryman three or four years ago, no pandemic. Since the pandemic, this was, this was another level. And the yeah. best thing about it was this was their last headlining stop before they started hitting the festival circuit. Oh, okay. So they brought it like really I, I would have expected. Fun, probably. Yes. And it was, it was a party. It was great. The light show was amazing. Yeah, and from the opening notes to the last medication, right before that was uh, there were signs everywhere. Were there? <laughs> there would be strobes and what have you. It, they were everywhere before you even entered the building. It was hilarious. Yeah, but um, it was definitely necessary. There were, I'm sure, there were a few people seizing out or what have you. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was an incredible show, and I I'm look sure forward to awesome. seeing him again. Uh, really? very soon. We went back I've and forth, and it just didn't festival. work out. We couldn't, we couldn't make the show. So. Oh, if they come again, I definitely will not miss it. Uh, it was it but. was incredible. I was pleasantly surprised. It was so it was incredible. So yeah, it was a yeah. good show. It was nice to finally finally broke the seal. Gonna go out see nice. some shows, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but it was uh, I was very happy to see them. Well, cool. Well, I you know yes, I went and saw Game Four, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. <laughs> I'm here to talk about uh, a new record by yeah. one of my probably I will say all time favorite artists now. And he just put out a record, record, and the name of the band is Destroyer. Oh, and I've heard the lead single. Wow. Yeah, I mean, very divided. You know, people typically either really like Destroyer or they do not like Destroyer at all. Which I, I, I was which, a part, which, of, I was a I part of that camp. No, I mean, so I I've been a fan of Destroyer for quite a while. But I mean, I think the first time I heard Destroyer, probably 15 years ago, I was like, this guy sounds like a pompous asshole. And this music I do not like. And I, yeah, I just, it, it didn't, it, it didn't hit me when I first heard it. Yeah, not into it at all. And then maybe like three or four years later, I think it was like emerged did their like 20 years emerge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, CDs, which was amazing. And I heard a Destroyer track on that and I was like, that's pretty good. this guy i don't know like something just it hit me you know i've always been a music first type of guy rhythm sort of guy i love love that lyrics are always second for Mm -hmm. me but uh, that particular song just like made me laugh i don't know what it was exactly and ever since then i've just a hundred percent on board with whatever uh dan uh, bayard does and it is amazing so his new record which is called labyrinthitis which is <laughs> hilarious to begin with and yeah, it's yeah. apparently some sort of medical condition yes. his new record 
Uh, it's amazing. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, a very lyric heavy. But uh, one of the things I really like about how uh, what he's done with the last couple records, not so much the record that came before, but two records ago called Ken and also this record, uh, John Collins, who so I think Dan Bayard comes, comes up with his his songs, right? And the basic tracks, the lyrics, um, and then John Collins, his kind of musical producer partner, who I believe is in New Pornographers as well, kind of puts all the music together, mm-hmm. right? And I love how he's kind of leaned into the Peter Hook uh, synth bass, uh, which I'm love you know uh, yeah he d- did it definitely yeah. on ken and and, mm-hmm. and skipped a little bit on the last record but kind of leaned into it again on, on this record and so it's very if you're into like 80s i don't i don't know synth pop uh, dude, um I, 70 i don't even know how to describe I, I, it at all just like explored i would explored. i wouldn't want to put it in a box because i did yeah. not know really what i was listening to me it hit me a lot of different ways and i was like i have got to check this record out and did you listen to june the no, track I, was it no, no, I think I, I like I said, it's the lead single that they're putting out, uh-huh. and um, you yeah, know, I, it's kind of That's what that's what turned me onto it. I was like, I've got to check this record out. It's like this is who. Now, your whole experience with this is the other thing that's very dear to my heart. I'm okay with being strongly opposed to a band, mm-hmm. and then they slowly draw you in or they hit you in a different way that you've not been hit. I'm all about yeah. that, and I like yeah. having strong opinions about music. But um, Destroyer is one of those that I was like, no, 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 and mm-hmm. they, they, I'm, I'm about it. That's you know? awesome. I'm that's a lot about it. So very, I like that. that's great to hear because yeah. I didn't, I had no idea what your take on Destroyer was. So, I yeah. mean, like I said, yeah. it's pretty divisive. Uh, i but, but just today, I read yet another great review about it, and they okay. said the same thing that you did was, you know, you may not really be in a Destroyer, but you probably you need to check, check this out. out. Yeah. So he's yeah. done something. So. I, I don't know. I'm super excited, and I will yeah. say uh, April 30th, Yeah, Mercy Lounge, I think, maybe the next to last show, mm-hmm. and they will be there, I will be there, it, it's going to be an amazing time. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you listen to the record and are into it, go out to Mercy Definitely Lounge, out. April yeah. 30th, it'll be awesome. I Definitely. cannot wait. So Destroyer, awesome Matt, record. We are out of time, man. Yeah, we are. It ran a little long, maybe. I don't know, but it was a lot to cover. Well, there's, there's so quite much, a bit. So much. And yeah. I've been to many, many other places, so there's more to yeah. cover. We'll we, do that we, on we the will, next episode. We will keep it going. So remember, yeah. eat up, drink up, if anybody asks. This is the place to be. We'll see you next time. Take care. This is The Place is brought to you by We Own This Town. Find the show on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you stream podcasts and subscribe. Be sure to follow the show at This Is The Place, T-H-A, on Instagram and Twitter. Find out more about the show at thisistheplace.show on the web.